Swung on, driven into right field. That one has got a chance, and that one is gone. That is a two-run homer. Deep to left field toward the lead wall of champions. It is on top. Out of here. Two-run blast. Towering pop fly on the infield. The third baseman. Oh, my God. Drop. Lifts one high in the air to deep left field. This one's going. It is going. And it is gone. Wow. On the Blue Later Network from Learfield IMG College, this is Blue Later Baseball, brought to you by Lewis Bakeries, Bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, and Healthy Life Breads, and by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Now, welcome to the Blue Raider pregame show. And welcome back. Uh, we are set for our second game of the doubleheader today as the Raiders and the Rice Owls square off for game three in this series. Middle Tennessee has won the first two games, 4-1 to one on Thursday afternoon. And in the first game of this twin bill, 4-3. to three. So four has been the magic number for the Blue Raiders so far. Dick Palmer along with Chip Walters today as the Raiders and the Owls get set for game two of the twin bill. And so far, pitching has been the uh, word of the day in this series, Chipper, because uh, all of the pitchers used have have done quite well. It's been the word of the weekend. Uh, Great start from Aaron Brown yesterday. You got uh, uh, great relief pitching today. And uh, and I I did not get here in time to see, uh, see the Blue Raiders starter, but Obviously, uh, really good relief pitching as well for Rice in, in this first game. Uh, made made one mistake of, of hitting a batter, and that set the table and allowed Middle to get the win. So the Raiders will go for their third straight in the series in this game, and they'll have Zach Keenan on the mound to uh, try and accomplish that, while the Rice Owls will counter with a right-hander, Mitchell Holcomb. Raiders are out of the locker room and are back loosening up a little bit, trying to get ready to go. The grounds crew getting the uh, field realigned and the infield dragged and smooth and set to go for this second game of the twin bill. Tell you what, uh, we'll take a break here and then we'll be back with the starting lineups for the second game right after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. Try Green Equipment, they know the value of teamwork. They have the tractor packages with implements you need. Score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable low monthly payment and get back to what really matters, MTSU baseball. Get started online at trygreen.com. Try Green Equipment is a proud partner of Middle Tennessee State University Athletics. Go Blue! Hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread. Proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. 
With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and share the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Let me tell you a thing or two about the people who don't compromise. They love Pepsi Zero Sugar. Why? Because it's got all the flavor and zero the sugar. How's that for not compromising? They're the sort of person that likes surf with their turf. And the drink with their feast? Yeah, they have a Pepsi Zero Sugar. The person who doesn't compromise loves a good golden doodle. All the golden retriever goodness with just a hint of doodle. And when they're bringing said golden doodle for a walk, they bring a Pepsi Zero Sugar. Zero Sugar, done right. That's what I like. Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee, not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, 615-896-5656. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Welcome back into our Blue Raider pregame show. As game two of this doubleheader is just uh, moments away from getting underway. Time to take a look at the starting lineups brought to you by the Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Ascend offers a complete set of products to bring your financial goals within reach. Find out more at ascend.org. Ascend is insured by the NCUA. Take a look at the Rice Owl starting lineup for Coach Matt Braga in his third year as head coach of the Owls. And the lineup basically the same as the first game with uh, the one exception, the designated hitter has changed. Kate Edwards will lead off in left field. Bradley Knighting will bat second at first base. Braden Como at third base will hit third. Guy Garibay will be in right field and he'll be hitting fourth. Second baseman Will Carp will bat fifth. The new designated hitter is Ben Dukes, a left-handed hitter, freshman. He'll be in the number six spot. Connor Walsh in center field bats seventh. Justin Long, the catcher, hits eighth. And Hal Hughes, the shortstop, will be batting ninth. The pitcher will be right-hander Mitchell Holcomb, a right-hander, a senior with a record of three and two. Duel for Rice, it is Edwards, Knighting, and Como, Garibay, Carp, and Dukes, Walsh, Long, and Hughes with Holcomb on the mound. 
For the Blue Raiders in the second game, Fausto Lopez leads off and plays shortstop. Hunter Sullivan bats second. He'll be in left field. Cole Escher will be the designated hitter. He will hit third. Nathan Sanders, the cleanup hitter in center field. J.T. Mabry at second base will be hitting fifth. Brett Coker, the third baseman, bats sixth. Bryson Thomas at first base in the number seven spot. Mason Spears will do the catching in the second game and bat eighth. And Luke Benson in right field will bat ninth. And on the mound, right-hander Zach Keenan with a two and one record, making his seventh appearance and sixth start of the season. So for coach Jim Toman, also in his third year at Middle Tennessee, Lopez Sullivan Escher, Sanders, Mabry, and Coker, Thomas, Spears, and Benson. Raiders are taking the field, and Chipper, we're about set to go in uh, bright sunshine here for game number two. We are, and left field is already in the shadows, and the the shadow line from Floyd Stadium uh, begins equidistant from the edge of the outfield grass in the wall and on a line across the field just to the right field side of the batter's eye and we'll see it creep in from there as uh, as the sun moves off to the west but right now not a cloud in the sky on this good friday and uh these two teams will play game three of the four game series coming up and then game four tomorrow at 1 p.m and uh, right now, Dick, you know, a lot of the pressure is off middle, uh, having won the first two games, and they've guaranteed themselves a split. So now they can play loose and try to uh, take the series with this game. Uh, and for, for Rice, you know, they have to be playing with some desperation. They are now 1-5 in conference play and 12-14 and overall. Uh, last year they were... What two and twelve when uh, the season uh, two, ended? Two and fourteen. Two I and think, fourteen. Yeah. So they have not been, they have not had a ton of success in now two straight starts to seasons. Last year's came to a, a screeching halt, of course, and now uh, we're on the path through a conference season. But uh, the Blue Raiders now in league play, four and two, uh, after splitting a two and two series last week at UAB, and uh, this year with 32 conference games. It's, it's going to be a marathon. Throw those down to second base, and we're about set to go here in the first inning. Zach Keenan on the mound, 2-1 and one is his record. 1.64 earned run average. He's pitched 33 innings, allowed 21 hits, only six earned runs. He has walked three and struck out 39 in 33 innings. Opponents hitting 172 against this big right-hander. And the first pitch of the game is a swinging strike to Cade Edwards. And you know, Dick, when you can get the first two wins in the series and then you come back with Zach Keenan, it's almost not fair. Uh, Although we don't know what the outcome of this game is going to be, you really like your chances with him in a seven-inning game. Pitches outside. Well, the Raiders uh, last week at UAB thought they had a good combination with Brown and Keenan going in the doubleheader, but it didn't uh, work out that way, although the Raiders did come back to win the second game. 
The 1-1 pitch to Edwards and for a strike on the inside corner, and it's 1-2. Keenan has faced Rice before back in 2019. He started one of the games in Houston, but went only three and two-thirds innings, giving up three runs and five hits. There's a swing and a ball hit out into left center field, dropping and caught caught by Sanders. Nathan Sanders with a diving catch in left center field of a dying fly ball. Great play. He he got a great jump and came running in on it and made – got fully extended – Got the glove out and showed that he had the catch made uh, all the way. That is what the Rice center fielder tried to do yesterday on Sanders' ball. It was hit uh, just about the same place, but the two outfielders didn't communicate well, and the ball fell for a double, and the Raiders got the winning run in. This is Knighting. Takes the first pitch for ball one. Rice first baseman. And a left-handed hitter. This pitch is outside, and it is two balls and no strikes. Knighting in the first game had a single in five trips. Raiders defensively much the same with a couple of exceptions. And a swing and a ball hit down the left field line. Long run there for... Sullivan can't get to it. Sullivan is playing left field in this game. Sanders in center, and Luke Benson is in right. Infield the same. Coker, Lopez, Mabry, and Thomas. And Mason Spears behind the plate. Count two balls and a strike to Knighting. Keenan with the pitch, fouled away again off to the left side. Two balls, two strikes. The count to the Rice first baseman. Keenan's pitch fouled away again, so Knighting... Making Keenan work a little bit here in the first inning. Keenan, big guy, 6'6", 215. He's out of Suwannee, Georgia. I guess that's right down on the Suwannee River. Suwannee River, River, that's correct. There's a ball hit sharply to second. Mabry's up with it. And over to first in time for out number two. Two up, two down here in the first inning, and the batter will be Como. Como got his first hit of the series in game one. He was one for four. Comes in hitting 358. He's about 20 points down from what he started uh, the series at 370-something. Pitch a swing and a miss. Strike one. That pitch had a little explosiveness to it. It got there 
much before Como thought it was going to. Two outs here in the first inning and no score. Keenan's pitch swung on and missed. Strike two. They flash the radar speed of the pitch up on the scoreboard. If you've got to look quick to see it, though. I was going to say it comes off by, by the time I get to look, it's, it's, it's leaving. But Here's the 0-2 pitch high outside, and that knocked the catcher's glove off. And it was 86 miles an hour. He took a little off of that one. Yeah, Rice has seen uh, they saw Brown throw a lot of heat yesterday. And Keenan can also bring it up there pretty good. Here's the pitch. Fouled out of play. Count remains one and two to Como. C-O-M-E-A-U-X. Sounds like a Cajun name for Como, doesn't it? Well, he just uh, happens to be from Lake Charles. Well, there you go. Lights are on here. There's a ball hit in the left center field. Hit pretty well. Sullivan over there. And he's going to haul it in for out number three. So a three up, three down first inning for Zach Keenan and the Raiders. No score as we will go to the bottom of the first inning. Rice nothing, Middle Tennessee coming to bat. On the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Grannis & Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Grannis & Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We go to the bottom of the first inning. No score as the Raiders will be coming up against the right-hander Mitchell Holcomb. Holcomb is uh, coming in here with a 3-2 record of 4.86 earned run average, 33 in the third innings. He has allowed 40 hits, 18 earned runs. Six walks, 29 strikeouts. Opponents hitting 305 against him. And he's allowed one home run, making his seventh start of the season. And we will take 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raiders Sports. Conference USA champs. Raiders win the championship. News Radio WGNS Murfreesboro. 
the Rice pitcher, Holcomb, is a transfer from the Ivy League. Pitched at Penn. And actually started the first game of the season for Rice this year. He uh, was a starting pitcher in for Pennsylvania in the Ivy League. Has made 28 total starts in his career, so he's had a lot of work as a collegiate pitcher and a good earned run average of just over four, over four years. He'll face Fausto Lopez, who takes the first pitch in for a strike. Nothing in one to the Blue Raider shortstop. Lopez, Sullivan, and Cole Escher here in the first inning. Holcomb's pitch, a swing, and a foul out of play to the right. And it got two strikes on Lopez. Well, for Coach Braga, you know, Holcomb, that, that's, a, that's a good pickup because here's a guy who has shown over his career that he can eat some innings for you. And in these four-game series, it's very important to get a quality start. Well, tap foul down the first base side. Count holds at two strikes to Fausto Lopez. Lopez had a couple of walks in the first game, did not get any hits, but now he's extended his on-base streak to 17 straight. And the right-hander delivers high for a ball, one and two. Holcomb is 6'2", 200 pounds from Georgetown, Texas. So he went to the Ivy League, and then he's back home in the Lone Star State. Foul off to the right, right in front of the Raider dugout. One ball, two strikes. Was that Aaron Brown that stepped out there and made a bare hand catch? It uh, did appear. I hope that was his left hand. (laughs) Lopez hits it in the air to right field. Garibay is under it, makes the catch, four out number one. One down in the first, and that will bring Hunter Sullivan to the plate. Started as the DH in game one, had a single in four trips. He's playing left field in this one. Sullivan out of Elizabethtown, Kentucky. Takes the pitch low and outside. Four ball one. Cole Escher waiting to hit next. And the pitch. But it. Out wow. in front of the plate. Long the catcher throws to first. Just got him. That was a good bunt. Might have uh, bunted it a little bit harder, but. Catcher, did you made, see catcher how, made a good play. Did you see how that thing died? It did. Boy, it, and it took a sideways bounce. He had some English on it. That is out number two, and the batter is Escher. Cole is the DH in this game. Was one for three in the first game before being lifted. Swing and a miss, strike one. Nathan Sanders on deck. Two outs here in the first inning. 
And a ball hit to the left side. Third baseman grabs it. Como made a nice play and threw Escher out at first base. So that is all in the first inning. Raiders go up and down in order. And we have completed one full inning in game two. No score on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. This football season, prepare your taste buds for the most iconic sports-watching drink of all time, Pepsi. With refreshing deliciousness specially formulated to keep your eye on the ball and mouth-watering fizziness to help you power through game day, Pepsi has everything you need to start strong. I used to care when Mike chaired so hard he spilt nacho cheese on my carpet, but thanks to Pepsi, even Mike can't ruin my football party. So this football season, make Pepsi your go-to game day drink because it's the only drink made for football watching. Pepsi, that's what I like. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. No scores. We'll go to the second inning. Raiders and Rice. Game two of the doubleheader. In case you joined us late, Raiders won the opener four to three. Game with two extra innings and a squeeze bunt base hit by Luke Benson. In the bottom of the ninth inning, plated the winning run. This is Garibay to lead off the second against Zach Keenan. Lights have been turned on since the beginning of this game, even though we don't really need them at the present time. Leatherlungs is still with us. And the pitch is low for ball one to Garibay. Garibay's a freshman. Comes in at 284 with five home runs. He is the leading home run hitter for the Owls. Keenan's pitch swung on, hit in the air to right field. Benson with the glasses down. Looks up into the sun and takes the fly ball for out number one. The second baseman, number 14. And this is the second baseman, Will Carp. Moved up a notch in the batting order. Carp at 286. Had two hits and four trips in the first game. One out, second inning. Keenan winds and fires, and it is a strike at the letters. Nothing in one. Keenan's next delivery just a bit low. One ball, one strike.
My lineup card says Kevin Corder is the home plate umpire. He umpired yesterday's opening game behind the plate. Pitch slow in the dirt, ball two. In the normal rotation, it would have been Thomas Newsom behind the plate. But uh, he's listed as the third base ump. They don't have numbers on, so I can't verify that. Two and one the count. In the dirt, all the way to the backstop, ball three. Keenan has retired the first four batters that he has faced, and the Raiders also went down one, two, three in their half of the inning. And the pitch. There's a strike called. Full count, three and two. One out, bases empty, second inning, second game, pitch. Check swing and a foul just outside the bag at first. That was almost an excuse me base hit. Bryson Thomas, the Raiders' first baseman, went over there but opted to let that one pass. He opted out. Three balls, two strikes. Keenan delivers outside, ball four, and he walked him. There's the first base runner in this game. Carp with a free pass to first base. And this is Ben Dukes. He is the new man in the batting order for Rice, a left-handed hitter. Freshman out of Houston, local youngster. Playing in only his uh, 14th game, he is making his second start. Has a 286 average on four out of 14. And an off-speed pitch right in there for a strike. Nothing and one to Dukes. Runner at first base with one out after a base on balls. There's a swing and a miss. Keenan out in front, 0-2. So with a new player at the plate, I don't know if they know exactly how to play him defensively, but the center fielder Sanders a few steps over into left center. So they're playing him to hit late. Runner goes, throw to second, is off the mark, and in there with a stolen base is Carp. Spears' throw was to the third base side of the bag, and Carp beat the throw easily. So runner at second now with a count of one and two to the batter, Dukes.
our left fielder and center fielder now in the shadows of Floyd Stadium. A swing and a miss. And fouled it off, I think. Did he foul it? Yep. I was thinking the same thing, but it got out of here quick. And the way the angle of the sun is, we're getting some glare, and it's oh, kind of lose the ball a little bit. You're in Mr. Callow's favorite seat. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> There's one hit into right center field. Sanders is over under it, makes the catch. Runner tags. He's not going anywhere. That is out number two. Yeah, it's a little difficult up here to pick the ball up at this time of day. I mean, I, I couldn't see the ball off the bat. On that right there, you just had to kind of watch and see what the, what the defense was doing. But, yeah, we get, a, we get a good bit of glare this time of day. This is Walsh, the center fielder for the Owls, right-handed batter. Connor Walsh had a single in three trips in game one and tried to check his swing but went around. Strike one. Keenan's pitch had him fooled badly. Carp, the runner at second with two outs. Top of the second inning. No score. Game two. And the pitch. Just mm. inside for a ball. Looked like a pretty good pitch. Well, apparently some a bunch of folks in the Blue Raiders dugout thought the same thing and were lobbying Kevin Condor because whatever was said got his attention and his head snapped to look over in there. He's had more than his share of attention in this series so far. One and one the count. Now the batter asks for time and backs out of the box. Keenan with the pitch. A swing and a miss. One ball and two strikes to Walsh. Greater right-hander out of the stretch and the pitch. Struck him out. Again, a check swing and fooled on the pitch. Out on strikes, and that is all. In the second inning, no runs, no hits. And one man left. We'll go to the bottom of the second inning. No score. Middle Tennessee and Rice on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTEMC.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard? Well, light it up, Blue Raiders. 
Doubletree by Hilton Murphy's Burroughs Heated Indoor-Outdoor Pool makes them the perfect stop to take a splash for your next staycation. Or give them a call and let them help you navigate how to plan your next event. Enjoy flexible event venues that include a pillar-free ballroom and two boardrooms. They've got award-winning customer service for you, plus catering and AV equipment rental. There's really nothing that you need that they can't supply. Plus, don't we all love their famous warm double tree cookie welcome? News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We'll go to the bottom half of inning number two. Raiders will have their four, five, and six hitters coming up against the right-hander. Mitchell Holcomb, grad transfer from Pennsylvania. But as we told you, a native Texan, so he just came home after spending four years in the Ivy League. Were he not a native Texan, it might have proved to be a rude awakening. Here is Sanders to lead off the Raiders' second inning. Looks at a pitch low and outside for ball one. Nathan Sanders had a slow start to the season. He's been coming on lately and had a double in three trips in the first game. Swings and fouls this one away, and it's one and one. Holcomb winds and fires upstairs for ball two, two and one. I mentioned uh, you're sitting over there in Mr. Callow's seat. Talked to him today, and he's coming along just fine. Hopes to be back here by the last weekend of the month, which would be the UAB series. There's a swing and a miss. Two balls and two strikes. J.T. Mabry on deck to hit next, and then Coker. Sanders leading off the second inning. Holcomb's pitch is outside, ball three. So he has run the count full to Nathan Sanders. Rice, right-hander, delivers. Swung on and fouled out of play to the left. So we'll do another 3-2 pitch to the left-handed hitter. And a swing and a miss. Struck him out swinging. Sanders down on strikes for out number one as Holcomb records his first strikeout. The batter is J.T. Mabry. Two-run homer in the opening game. Gave the Raiders an early lead. Also had a single, so a two-for-four game for Mabry. Strike called. 
Nothing in one. There's a ball hit to left field and deep back on the warning track, and that one is gone. He's done it again. Mabry with a solo home run, his second of the day, and the Raiders will lead it one to nothing. For a little guy, he can hit the ball a long way, and he has, of course, great technique, but he has great wrist, I think. And sent that one just about the same spot he hit it in the, in the first game, over the left field wall, between the light tower and the foul line. There's a ball hit high in the air and foul ground by Coker. Third baseman Como is in, and he will take it for out number two. Well, I'm not sure what his glide path or exit velocity or whatever he had. I know it just went out of here. And he's got, as you mentioned, for a, a guy who's not a big bopper, he's got some real pop in his bat. So one to nothing, Raiders. Two outs here in the inning, and the batter is Bryson Thomas. First pitch is a strike call, nothing in one. And the pitch outside. One ball and one strike to Thomas. Holcomb's pitch high inside, ball two. Two and one. <clears throat> Check the temperature a moment ago. Still 47 degrees, just as it uh, has been just about all day. <laughs> Hasn't moved a, a degree one way or the other. Pitch high for ball three, and it's three and one to Thomas. And a strike caught the inside corner, full count. Center field flag not showing much movement, but if you look farther, the flag down on the corner of Greenland in Middle Tennessee, it uh, it is moving. There's a little chopper to the shortstop, Hughes, behind the bag at second, on to first in time, and Thomas is out number three. That is all in the second, but one run, one hit. The solo home run by J.T. Mabry has put the Raiders on top after one inning. Middle Tennessee won, Rice nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at exitmurfreesboro.com. Let's go blue, and I'll see you at the game. 
Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. And we go to the third inning. Raiders lead it one to nothing. Put Chip Walters to work here for an inning or so. I've got a little business to take care yes, of. Yes, you do. Here. Yes, you do. That's why I went ahead and took care of mine uh, just a bit earlier. We head to inning number three. Middle Tennessee with a 1-0 lead on a J.T. Mabry solo home run right down the left field line. Zach Keenan in his third inning of work, and he'll take on the 8-9-1 hitters for Rice here in the third. Leading it off catcher Justin Long batting for the first time today. Keenan has allowed one base runner through two innings, and that came via a walk. First pitch to Long, ground ball to short. Lopez up quickly, makes the play. One pitch, one out here in the third. That'll bring up shortstop Hal Hughes. The shortstop number three, Hal Hughes. Hughes comes into this game. Hitting 222, he has started all 26 games for the Owls. Middle one, game one today. Four to three in extras. We played nine in what was a scheduled seven-inning game. This also a seven-inning game in the doubleheader. Showed bunt, takes a strike. No balls, one strike, one out here in the top of inning number three. The 0-1 to third. Coker gets it, throws off his knees for the out. Oh, another good play by Brett Coker at third. He dove to get it, and while on one knee, made the throw across for out number two. The left fielder number six, Cade Edwards. Think that one deserves a star? Yep. We've had some good defensive plays in this Double letter so far. Back to the top of the order and Cade Edwards. Edwards flied out to center to start the game. There's a ball that popped out of Spears' mitt and they'll swap out baseballs. Rub a little dirt off of it or a little more dirt on it. One of the two. Keenan to the plate. Ground ball to Lopez. He'll throw it a first, and there's the out. So about a five-pitch inning for Zach Keenan as uh, the Owls go one, two, three in inning number three. We'll head to the bottom 
of the third with your score, Middle Tennessee 1, Rice nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Blue Raiders fans know that being together is better, but did you know having one team for your head-to-toe health is important too? When you choose Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee, you can get medical, dental, vision, wellness, and pharmacy from a mission-driven company that's been right here for more than 75 years. So you get the simplicity of one card and the peace of mind of one team working together for your health wherever you go. Now that's a huge win. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at getsthealthcare.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. one nothing Middle Tennessee as we go to the bottom of the third, leading the Rice Owls here at Reese Smith Jr. Field. If you're listening on your way home from work and want to catch a few innings, beautiful weather and some folks enjoying the sunshine. You can't do it with shorts and T-shirts today, though. A little bit too cool for that but the weather is only supposed to get better as the weekend goes along. This series will wrap up with a single nine-inning game tomorrow. First pitch scheduled for 1 o'clock. Mr. Palmer will have the broadcast right here on the Blue Raider Network. Eight, nine, one hitters for Middle Tennessee here in the third to face Mitchell Holcomb, catcher Mason Spears. Will lead things off. Spears hitting 176. And here gets one in the air and it gets out of play to the right side. Actually landed up in the stand somewhere. The pitch there, the 0-1 is fouled back to the screen. It's 0-2. Mr. Palmer, I may put the call out to our listeners for some help. Have a, uh, had to call a critter guy today, have a squirrel in my attic somewhere. Didn't find it. There's a swing and a miss and a fastball, and down goes Mason Spears. That is the second strikeout for Mitchell Holcomb. That'll bring up Luke Vinson, the right fielder for his first time up today. Going to set up a couple of traps, hoping we can uh, capture and move them to safety somewhere to a different area. But uh, I need to know what's your recipe to bait the traps with. We've got one, one little recipe. I think peanut butter is going to be involved in just about everybody's recipe. Bird seed. Bird seed, yep. They try to steal all the birds' bird seed, don't they? They use a little. Uh, I, I can't even put my bird feeders out anymore. You can't. The, the squirrels. squirrels. <laughs> yeah. The uh, I, I may use a little uh, peanut butter as some glue 
for the bird seed to to lure them in. Area that might work. Zero and two on Vincent, and the pitch. Grounded towards short. Down to one knee goes Hughes. He'll make the throw in a really good play as he uh, kind of slid on his right hip and got down to make the play and popped up for the throw. So a 6-3 put out for out number two. Back to the top of the order and Fausto Lopez. If you've got a good recipe, email it to me, radio at goblueraiders.com. I'll take free advice. Ground ball foul. Lopez, 0 for 1, fly it out to right. In the bottom of inning number one. Pitch is low. It's 1 and 1. Here's Holcomb with the pitch. Grounded back to him. Deflects off his glove, and it's going to be just enough to allow Lopez to reach first. I'm pretty sure that's got to go as an infield hit. And Lopez will get credit. That will it does go as a hit. And Lopez, as always, was chugging down the line. The ball went off Mitchell's glove, and the third baseman, or actually the shortstop Hughes, ended up fielding the ball. But the Raiders get a two-out hit. A little unorthodox, but they get one. That'll bring up left fielder Hunter Sullivan with two away, bottom of the third. The first pitch to the left-handed hitting Sullivan is... A ball, it's 1-0. and oh. You know that Lopez wants to run. He's leading Conference USA with 14 stolen bases. And not only uh, do we know it, I think Rice probably knows it too. Yep, they look to keep him close. If you're a runner, you want to be able to get that lead to where it is a close play every time they throw over close but safe kind of well the ball gets in the dirt Lopez is goes down and he's still got a late start and the throw down beat him by about five feet he is out caught stealing two six so that'll do it for the Raiders in the third no runs on a hit nobody left we played three It's Middle Tennessee 1, Rice nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield, IMG College. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. At Tri-Green Equipment, they know the value of teamwork. They have the tractor packages with implements you need. Score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable low monthly payment 
and get back to what really matters, MTSU baseball. Get started online at trygreen.com. TriGreen Equipment is a proud partner of Middle Tennessee State University Athletics. Go Blue! News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Top of the fourth on a sunbathed Reese Smith field, or at least part of it. The, uh, the shadow line is right at the edge of the grass, just about a foot off the dirt on the third base side of the field. And that line goes straight across to the scoreboard in right center. So everything in left field, everything in center field is now in shadow. And the wind starts to pick up a little bit. The winds are going to switch overnight. Right now they're coming in from the north. And we will be getting that southerly flow starting tomorrow. And that means warmer temperatures. The batter is Bradley Knighting, hitting 281 with 17 RBIs. I think we're going through what we call what they call dogwood winter right now, isn't it, Mr. Palmer? Some kind of winter. What's left? Blackberry winter? It's supposed to be hard freeze warnings out tonight, I think. Yep, last night and tonight. Redbud winter was last week because all the redbud trees started blooming and I started sneezing. <laughs> one ball, one strike on nighting, and they checked the swing and they checked down at third and said no, that nighting did not go around. So it's two and one. Mason Spears framed that pitch for a couple of seconds to let the home plate umpire get a good look at it. Two and one, Keenan's pitch, grounded up the middle, gets by Lopez into center field for a base hit. And that is the first hit for Rice in this game. And it comes in inning number four. The third baseman, number nine, Braden Como. Braden Como, 0 for 1 today. But Rice with a leadoff base runner here in the fourth. Como hitting 354. Runner starts and stops and a strike called. It's 0 and 1. Como, the third baseman for Rice. The throw over to first is not in time. Rice and Thomas got those short sleeves over there at first base like it's middle of summer. Doesn't have the Ted Klazuski cutoffs, does he? No. Another quick throw over to first. 
Knighting. Is the runner at first. He is three out of five on stolen bases. And middle paying attention to him. Another throw and another safe call. You know, Rice doesn't run all that much. They've attempted 24 in this, their 26th game. The Raiders have attempted 80. Wow. (laughs) In the like number of games. One strike pitch to the plate. Late on the swing. Coker takes it at third. He'll get one at second. He bobbled the ball, and they will not make a play at first. It's going to be 5-4 on the putout of Knighting as Como reaches on a fielder's choice. But as he first got the ball, he just could not get the handle on it. But they do get the lead runner. One out now for uh, Guy Garibay. Garibay hitting 284. Four four doubles, five home runs on the year. I don't know if they could have turned two on that, but certainly uh, when he didn't make the clean pickup, they didn't have a chance to get two. One ball, no strikes on Garibay. Keenan, a little quicker throw over to first. Garibay one for four in the first game today. I think as Mr. Palmer mentioned, he started the day or started this series around 370. And he has dropped about 20 points. Pitch there just either a bit high or just a bit outside. It is 2-0 on Garibay. Look how deep Benson's playing in right field. Yes, he is. He's not going to let anything get over his head, at least for the first 330-some-odd feet. And the pitch... Low, he's been all around it. But 3-0 and on Guy Garibay. The runner at first is Knighting. One out in the inning. There's a ball that pops away from Spears on ball four. And the runner had started, but it's a walk. So first and second, that's the second walk given up by Keenan. That'll bring Coach Bunn out of the dugout. Chip, you know what, uh, 11 years ago this weekend? That would have been 2010, 11 years ago. I don't know, you'll have to tell me. Technically, it's next weekend, but... Oh, the Good Friday tornado. Oh, that's right. I believe that was April the 10th. I'm not sure, but it's it was Good Friday. 
Friday before Thanksgiving, and uh, it really wreaked havoc around this community. Uh, I remember I was having lunch with a friend out on Northwest Broad Street, and when I left the restaurant, I turned. I was it was out near the country club. Turned left to come back in toward town, and actually saw the tornado cross Broad Street there near Thompson Lane. Saw it in my rearview mirror, and I skedaddled out of there. That's something you want in your rearview mirror. Exactly, exactly. I'm very fortunate. Batter is Carp. He walked his last time up. Comes up now with runners at first and second and one out here in the top of inning number four. First pitch to Carp is a strike at the knees and it's 0-1. Middle Tennessee leading one to nothing here in the fourth. But Rice threatening. No balls and a strike. Ground ball towards second, slow roller. Only play will be at first. And they get the batter. Carp on a 4-3 ground out. That'll move Como to third and Garibay to second. Now the D.H. Ben Dukes with two outs in the top of the fourth. See if Keenan can work his way out of this little bit of a jam here in the fourth. Dukes takes one high. And it's one ball, no strikes. Keenan works from the stretch. The right-hander deal, swing and a miss there. That The gun set only 88 miles an hour on that fastball, but it, it had some... It had some zip on it at the end. One ball, one strike. Duke's 0 for 1. Fly ball to center is only other time up, and that pitch just a bit low. 2 and 1. Anything but a base hit right here. That one was inside. Overthrew it a little bit. Three and one. You know, a walk here is not the worst thing that could happen. It would set up the force. here is hit toward third, and Coker hits, catches the soft liner for the out as he ranged to his left. 
So a line out for Ben Dukes, and that'll do it for the Owls in the top of inning number four. No runs on one hit. Two men left on base. There were no Blue Raider errors. We head to the bottom of the fourth. It's still middle one. Rice nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Grannis & Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Grannis & Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. Hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread, proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and share the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. one nothing. Middle Tennessee leads Rice as we go to the bottom of the fourth inning. And Brett Coker made another really good play at third and snagged a liner out of midair to end things. Had that gotten by, that was going to be at least a run, if not two. But instead, the score remains one to nothing middle, and the Blue Raiders trying to add to that as we go to the bottom of the fourth as they try to sweep the doubleheader today. The batter, Hunter Sullivan, takes a big cut at the first offering from Mitchell Holcomb. Both starters still in the game. No balls, one strike on Sullivan. That pitch outside and low, ball one. That one's upstairs, two and one. One o'clock first pitch tomorrow. Be the final game of the series. Two one pitch just outside for ball three. Sullivan. Thrown out by the catcher, his only previous time up in this game. 3-1. He unleashes the swing there and misses. 3-2. Did you happen to see all the snow in Detroit yesterday? No, I did not. Wow. It was coming down. and It didn't stick. In the uh, baseball game? Yes, at the Tigers game. 3-2 here and called out on strikes is Sullivan. That is the third strikeout of the game for Mitchell Holcomb and the first out of the inning for Middle. That'll bring up designated hitter Cole Escher. I think Cabrera hit one up into the snowflakes, didn't he? I think he did. (laughs) 
First pitch is a strike to Cole Escher. Takes another strike, and it's 0-2. Escher came into the game hitting 373. He is 0 for 1 after a ground ball out, and now in a a two-strike hole. Swing and a miss there. Got him on three pitches. Started down, went up, and then up a little farther with the heat. Back-to-back strikeouts for Holcomb. He now has four in the game. That'll bring up center fielder Nathan Sanders. Sanders hitting 197, but as Dick mentioned earlier, got off to a really slow start at the plate, and the 197 is an improvement, and he has been coming along. Takes a strike here in the 0-1 just misses and that breaks a string of about five in a row five strikes in a row by Holcomb one one delivery swing and a miss at a 91 mile an hour fastball tell you Mitchell Holcomb is been on his A game here in the bottom of the fourth. Yeah, he's kind of amped it up this inning. One-two delivery. Just low, and it's two and two. Two balls and two strikes, and Holcomb with a pitch. That one is golfed toward the right side and out of play. Starting to see some scurrying around over the Dean Hayes track and soccer stadium. Senior night for the Lady Raiders soccer team as they take on FAU this evening. Bundle up and come on out. 2-2 pitch outside, ball three, and it's full on Sanders, two out here in the bottom of the fourth. I think that's an important game for both teams. I believe there's a spot in the tournament uh, up for grabs. I think you're exactly right. That uh, I think the winner goes, loser stays home. 3-2 pitch, foul back. So Sanders stays alive. I want to remind you, our spring sports show, Wednesday night, 7 o'clock, on the Blue Raider Athletics Facebook page. Swing and a miss there on a bit of a changeup, and down goes Sanders as Holcomb strikes out the side in the fourth inning, and he has five strikeouts for the game. We played four complete. Your score, Middle Tennessee 1, Rice nothing, on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. 
so you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Coming up on 6 o'clock here at Ree Smith Jr. Field, and we head to the fifth inning in game two of this doubleheader. We'll take time now for stations to identify themselves. You're listening to Blue Raider Baseball from Learfield IMG College. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Conference USA champs. Raiders win the championship. News Radio WGNS Murfreesboro. Chip Walters, Dick Palmer with you from Ree Smith Field. Dalton Barrett is our studio producer at Radio Ranch today. He's done an outstanding job. Yes, he has. He is outstanding in his field. Connor Walsh will lead it off, pops it up and out of play. Count is 0-1. Walsh batting for the second time today, struck out back in the second. We're now in the top of the fifth. That one's a bit high. Chip, I think we could raise these windows and eliminate some of that glare. Well, you know, I'm okay with that. <clears throat> I bundled up. That pitch misses. It's two and one. The shadows have now crossed the infield dirt on the left side and have creeped in on the grass. 2-1 delivery. Curveball stayed up and it's 3-1. There's a scientific reason for that and uh, I can't recall what it is right now. Has something to do about the Earth revolving on its axis and going in orbit around the sun, something like that. That causes what? Shadows to move or the glare? No, the shadows. Okay. That one's fouled back and just got over the grandstand. And so it goes full three and two on Connor Walsh. Three, two delivery from Keenan struck him out. Boy, got caught the corner there. That was a beautiful pitch. And Walsh goes down on strikes, and it just froze him. Only the second strikeout for Keenan today. He has let his defense do a lot of the work. Now catcher Justin Long with 
One out, top of inning number five. Blue Raiders leading Rice one to nothing after winning the first game four to three. Here is a looper that is in fair territory and off the end of the bat on the first pitch. Long is on with a with a soft liner to right. The shortstop number three, Hal Hughes. And that is only the second hit given up by Keenan. The Blue Raiders also have just one hit. The pitching has been good. Keenan works from the stretch. Boy, curveball in there for a strike. That thing bent at the end, broke off about a foot. One strike on Hughes, who is 0 for 1 with a ground out. Another breaking pitch is in there for a strike, and it's 0 and 2. I think Keenan tries to bust him inside here. We'll see. Two strikes on Hal Hughes. Keenan brings it. Check swing. They said no. They checked immediately down at first for help and said he did not go around, and I would agree with that. The pitch was in the dirt, but it's one and two. Keenan to the plate. That ball poked into right, and Mabry makes the catch. He will not be able to do anything with it. That'll go as an infield hit as well. Mabry dove to his left and got the ball in his glove but could not do anything with it at that point. So we've had back-to-back balls that have been hit off the end of the bat, and it's not sometimes how hard you hit them, it's where you hit them. Yeah, Mabry uh, made a play just like that yesterday. Uh, went out on the outfield grass and took a hit away, but he slipped a little bit uh, when he when he stopped the ball. Yeah, as he was trying to make the transition to get up on his knees to throw, uh, he did slip a bit. Back to the top of the order now, and Cade Edwards. Runners at first and second, and just one out. Here in the top of the fifth. Swing and a miss there at a high fastball, and it's 0-1. Don't much like this scenario. They've got three good hitters coming up. Need a double play ball. I'd go for that. One strike pitch fouled away, and it's 0-2. Zach Keenan 
for the second inning in a row is having to work with two men on. Two-strike pitch to Edwards. Grounded to the right side and through. Runner will turn the corner and will head for home, and we have a tie game. A soft liner to right. None of the three back-to-back hits would get a ball to the outfield wall, but they have been just enough. And now Rice has tied the game and still runners at first and third with just one out. Well, you're right about those hits. They were perfectly placed. Not very good swings, but enough to put them in play. And as uh, I heard Buck Showalter last night on the uh, NBL Network say, when you put a ball in play, sometimes good things happen. That's right, and they did put it in play there. And Mabry has had two that have just been outside of his reach. Kyle Bunn. The Blue Raider pitching coach out to talk to Keenan. Rice now with four hits, three coming in this inning. Back to back to back. Plus, you've got a couple of good hitters to follow Edwards and Knighting and Como. Home plate umpire goes and breaks up the meeting on the mound. And Kyle Bunn slowly makes the walk back to the Blue Raider dugout. It will be Bradley Knighting, who is one for two and until this inning had the only hit for Rice in this game. But long scores, Hughes goes to third, Edwards on at first, still a First and third with one out situation for Keenan. And there's a ball fouled away, and it's 0-1. Tied at one, and that's where Keenan wants to keep it here in the fifth. When we're talking the fifth inning in a seven-inning game, we're getting down to the short rows. Grounded to the right side. That's going to get through. Mabry knocks it down, but a run scores. And it got by Thomas. Mabry on the outfield grass knocked it down, but it makes it two to one. Rice and four hits in a row in this inning. And again, none of them have gotten much more than about 10 feet off the in, into the outfield grass. Well, and all have been to the same spot, to the right, right they're, side. They're not knocking the cover off the ball, but they are hitting them where they ain't. So four straight hits and two runs. Here's a ball. It's a hit, base hit to left. They'll turn the runner at third. That'll load the bases back up. And... They will keep the runner at third. And that's Como. He was hitting on the first pitch. Good 
So five hits in the inning. And still just uh, one out. And that was the hardest hit ball of the entire inning. Yeah, that was a clean single, no doubt about it. Now Guy Garibay. Garibay takes a pitch low, and it's 1-0. and And for Zach Keenan, he has got to get that out of his mind and focus on the batter. But Edwards at third. Knighting at second and Como at first. And the pitch here is low. It's ball two. So Rice takes a two to one lead here in the top of inning number five. And there is some action in the Blue Raider bullpen. I don't know how they can place those pitchers so perfectly <laughs> behind that pole, but I cannot see who's warming up. Strike called. It's two and one. And, and when they come into the game, it doesn't matter what position, whether it's a pitcher or whatever, they seem to know that we're trying to spot what number they are, and they will not turn around. <laughs> Two-one pitch, strike call there, and it's two and two. Still just one out in the inning, but the bases are loaded. Two-two pitch, and that one nearly got away from Spears. That'll make the count full at three and two. Keenan overthrew that one just a little bit. I think he was anxious to get a strikeout, which you would be in this position. Yes. Three-two pitch, ground ball foul down the right side. So it remains three and two, and everybody will reset and move back to their respective bases. Or as Dizzy Dean would always say, their respectable bases. Their respectable bases. Count remains three and two. to Garibay, the pitch, line drive right field. That's going to get down. At least one will score. They'll send the second runner. He will score without a throw, and it is now 4-1 to one, Rice. And that makes five straight hits, make it six straight hits for the Rice Owls. They have seven hits in the game and now lead it by a score of 4-1. to one. And here comes Kyle Bunn. That means we will have a pitching change. So timeout on the field as the pitching change is being made. We'll take a break here and be back to tell you who the new pitcher is and give you his numbers right after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. 
Doubletree by Hilton Murphy's Burroughs Heated Indoor-Outdoor Pool makes them the perfect stop to take a splash for your next staycation. Or give them a call and let them help you navigate how to plan your next event. Enjoy flexible event venues that include a pillar-free ballroom and two boardrooms. They've got award-winning customer service for you, plus catering and AV equipment rental. There's really nothing that you need that they can't supply. Plus, don't we all love their famous warm double tree cookie welcome? Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, 36. dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Zach Keenan gives up six straight hits in inning number five and four runs. The two base runners, Como and Garibay, are the responsibility of Keenan. But the new pitcher for the Blue Raiders is Drew Vaden. And Mr. Palmer, you got some numbers on him? Uh, no, I don't, because this is his first appearance of the season. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm looking and looking, and he is not on the uh, pitcher's chart. He is a left-hander. We can tell you that. We will effort to dig up a little bit, but... To recap the inning, it started off with Connor Walsh being called out on strikes, then a soft single by Long, a soft single by Hughes, another soft single by Edwards that drove in Long, made it one-to-one. Bradley Knighting's single also to right, made it two-to-one. Braden Como singled and loaded the bases before Guy Garibay's single to right, which was a a hard single, drove in two more, and that's where we are now at four to one. Drew Vaden is from uh, Crossville, Tennessee. On the plateau? Up on the plateau, Cumberland County High School. Went to Walter State Community College. uh, Helped them uh, to get to the Junior College World Series in 2019 and appeared in only one game for the Raiders in that short season last year, and this is his first appearance this season. He's a left-hander. He is a port sider, and he will face Will Carp with still just one out, runners at first and second here in the top of inning number five. The Owls have scored four. And the first pitch from Baden appeared to be high. Again, the calls on pitches come in from the dugout, and the pitchers are wearing an armband, and they interpret the signals and then determine the pitch. 
Bit of a side armor is Vaden, and he throws a strike on the outside corner. And it's one ball, one strike. Not I, only does the pitcher need to know what the signals are, the catcher does too. Yes, he does. So everybody will be on the same page. Vaden working deliberately. And the 1-1 pitch is fouled away, and it's 1-2. and two. First appearance of the season for Vaden. You know, to me, it looked, it almost appeared that the momentum started going to Rice in the bottom of the fourth inning when Holcomb struck out the side. Could be, yep. Pitch here's upstairs, and it's two and two. As you mentioned, he amped it up and struck out three in a row, and Rice immediately came out after one quick out, got the bats going, and right now six straight base hits in the inning. All singles, and all but one have been to right field. There's one sliced down the right side, but foul. You know, the Raiders are down a couple of pitchers right now with Eric Swan and uh, Jaden Ham both suffering from uh, some injuries, uh, physical uh, limitations, and so they've not been available, uh, not last weekend nor this weekend. So you've got to be efficient with your pitching. 2-2 here, back to the mound. They'll throw to second for one. Fausto Lopez to first, double play. 1-6-3, gets the Raiders out of trouble as Karp hits into the twin killing. That'll do it for Rice in the fifth, but they do the damage. Four runs on six hits, one man left, and there were no Blue Raider errors. We head to the bottom of the fifth inning. It's now Rice four, Middle Tennessee one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Four and a half innings in the books and the top of the fifth inning, not good to Middle Tennessee. As Rice scored four runs on six hits, it closes the book now on Zach Keenan. 
He goes four and a third innings today. Seven hits, four runs, all earned. Walked two, struck out two. And Drew Vaden came in and coaxed a 1-6-3 double play ball that got the Blue Raiders out of trouble. And as we went to break, as you said, Mr. Palmer, could have been worse with six straight hits and only giving up four runs. You're right, it could have been worse. So what the Raiders need to do is uh, try to get them all back at one time and just uh, peck away a little bit. You got nine outs offensively left to do it over three innings. And a good man here to start in the uh, fifth inning. J.T. Mabry responsible for the Blue Raiders' only run in this game, but he has had two home runs today in the doubleheader. First pitch to him here is inside. Mabry hit his home run to left. That sun is still creeping down. The entire field now is in shadow. Mabry still on a hot streak up the middle. That's a line drive base hit to center field. And he hit that one right on the nose. Third hit of the day for middle. He's been in a pretty good zone the last couple of days. Need to get some uh, somebody else to join him. And here's a good suspect right here, Brett Coker, the Blue Raider third baseman. Flight out to first in the second. Now here we are in the fifth. That pitch stayed inside. And it's one ball and no strikes. Four runs on seven hits for Rice, a run on two hits, or make it three hits for the Blue Raiders. And back in is Mabry. So Coker the batter swings and misses here. And it is one and one. Mabry gets his lead at first. Holcomb to the plate, stayed upstairs. It's two and one. They check the runner at first, who is Mabry. To the plate, strike called at the knees, and it's two balls and two strikes. Coker came into this game hitting 233. If you get him on, you got Bryson Thomas coming up. Two-two delivery from Holcomb and struck him out on an 82-mile-an-hour changeup. So four strikeouts in the last five batters that he's faced for Holcomb. And he's got six total strikeouts on the day. But one out and first baseman Bryson Thomas to the plate. Well, it's going to be a pinch hitter, Chip. This is uh, Justin Medlin 
who's a left-handed hitter. A two-way player, actually. He was the DH in one of the games in Birmingham and also came in and pitched a couple of innings. So they're opting for the left-handed hitter here. They are against the right-handed pitching. Mitchell Holcomb throw over to first and Mabry diving back in. One out here in the bottom of inning number five. Rice leads 4-1 after a four-run top of the fifth. First pitch to Medlin. He was way behind that on the swing, and it's 0-1. Took him a couple of at-bats to get comfortable at UAB, but he doesn't have that luxury here. No, he's got to get comfortable real quick. The 0-1 is fouled straight back, so he had the timing right on it. One o'clock tomorrow for the finale. We'll... Middle Tennessee lead the series two games to one, or will it be 3-0? and It'll take a Blue Raider comeback to get to the ladder. Two strikes on Medlin. Pitch to him here is high, and it's one and two. Again, the weather supposed to get the same spectacular sunshine but warmer temperatures tomorrow. One, two, and a swing and a miss, and down goes Medlin. So back-to-back strikeouts, and that makes five out of the last six hitters have struck out. Two away now for Mason Spears. And it's like Holcomb has gone and found another pitch or something, Mr. Palmer, because he had one strikeout through three and now has five in the last six batters. Yes, he has hit another gear, apparently, and Raiders haven't figured it out. Well, Mason Spears will be at the play with two outs, and they throw over to first. Mabry back in. And over at the Dean Hayes Track and Soccer Complex, warm-ups have begun in earnest for a 7 o'clock kickoff. Middle and FAU spot in the Conference USA Tournament on the line in that one. Strike called on Spears. Lady Raider Volleyball had their season come to an end last night with a loss to number 24 Rice at the Conference USA Volleyball Championships down in Hattiesburg. One strike pitch, swung on and missed. It's 0-2. He tipped it just a bit. Runner at first is Mabry, but two outs and two strikes on middle here in the fifth. Holcomb has been mowing them down in the fourth and fifth innings. 
pitch here. Swing and a miss at a high fastball, and down goes Spears. And for the second inning in a row, Mitchell Holcomb strikes out the side. Three straight strikeouts following a leadoff single. And that'll do it for the Raiders in the fifth. No runs on a hit, one left, and no errors. Through five, it's Rice four, Middle Tennessee one. Dick Palmer takes you home after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Double Tree by Hilton Murphy's Burroughs Heated Indoor-Outdoor Pool makes them the perfect stop to take a splash for your next staycation. Or give them a call and let them help you navigate how to plan your next event. Enjoy flexible event venues that include a pillar-free ballroom and two boardrooms. They've got award-winning customer service for you, plus catering and AV equipment rental. There's really nothing that you need that they can't supply. Plus, don't we all love their famous warm Double Tree cookie welcome? What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Raiders make a couple of defensive changes. They bring in Jake Hagenau to catch, and Daniel Freeman will be playing first. And to take you the rest of the way, here's the old pro, Dick Palmer. All right. Thank you, Chipper. We go to the sixth inning. Left-hander Drew Vaden came in making his first appearance of the season and got a double play ball right off the bat to get the Raiders out of a tough spot in the fifth inning. Still, Rice played it four runs, and they lead it four to one. It will be Dukes to lead it off. Designated hitter Ben Dukes has flied to center and popped out to third. He is 0 for 2. Left-handed hitter against the left-handed pitcher, Baden. And the pitch to Dukes is butted foul. Guess they're going to test the new pitcher to see how how good a fielder he was. Or is. One strike to count to Dukes. Yeah, Vaden came in a tough spot. Bases loaded, got the double play ball. I think first and second got the double play ball. There's a strike on the outside corner. 0-2 the count to Ben Dukes. Rice batting with a 4-1 lead in the top of the sixth inning in a seven-inning game. Swing and a miss, struck him out. Got him on three pitches. So Vaden gets his first strikeout. And the batter is the center fielder number five, Walsh. Walsh. Connor Walsh, the center fielder. Has struck out twice. Yeah, 
First pitch to him is outside ball one. Zach Keenan did not get hit hard in the fifth inning, but got hit often. And balls were just finding the hole. They finally got one clean base hit by Garibay that drove in a couple of runs. There is a swing and a miss. One ball, one strike to Walsh. But they all count, and when the smoke cleared, the Owls had four runs and six hits in the inning. The 1-1 pitch misses low for ball two. Two balls and a strike. One out here in the sixth inning, the pitch. Swung on, hit in the air into right center field. Sanders coming over, makes the call, and he will haul it in for out number two. Two up, two down in the sixth. Raiders will have the number nine hitter leading off their half of the inning and then the top of the batting order. But the way Holcomb's been pitching, I don't think he cares who's up there. I know. He's struck out six of the last seven men that he's faced. There's a ball hit on one hop to Lopez, the shortstop. Over the first in time and a quick one-two-three inning for Drew Vaden and the Raiders here in the sixth inning. Nothing crossed, we'll go to the bottom of the sixth. It's Rice four, Middle Tennessee one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTEMC.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard? Well, light it up, Blue Raiders. Blue Raiders fans know that being together is better, but did you know having one team for your head-to-toe health is important too? When you choose Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee, you can get medical, dental, vision, wellness, and pharmacy from a mission-driven company that's been right here for more than 75 years. So you get the simplicity of one card and the peace of mind of one team working together for your health wherever you go. Now that's a huge win. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Here we go into the bottom of the sixth inning. The Raiders need a little activity with the bats as it will be Benson, the scheduled batter. However, Gabe Jennings is out of the dugout with a bat. I think he's going to bat for Benson. Jennings saw action in the first game as a pinch runner. Young man out of Lebanon, played at Wilson Central High School. 
and a freshman. Uh, check his numbers for you. He's hitting 250, making his uh, sixth appearance of the season. Two out of eight. That's from the right side. See what he can do with uh, Mr. Holcomb. As the pitch comes in, it is swung on, hit to the right side. Second baseman Carp up with it over to first. One pitch, one out here in the sixth inning. Well, he can go back to the dugout and say, well, at least he didn't strike me out. That's correct. Did break a string there of three straight that had struck out as victims of Mitchell Holcomb. So with one out, the batter is Fausto Lopez. Fausto has flied to right and had a base hit. He's one for two. Holcomb with a pitch, swing and a miss. One strike to count. Raiders down four to one and have five outs remaining in this shortened seven inning game. Swung on, that ball hit in the air into right field. Garibay, the right fielder coming over and he's got it for out number two. So quickly two up and two down in the sixth and that will bring up Hunter Sullivan. Sullivan has been thrown out trying to bunt his way on and has been called out on strikes. 0 for 2. Cole Escher hoping to get a chance to hit in this inning. Would be next. The pitch outside, ball one. Next weekend, the Raiders will be in San Antonio. Take your sunscreen, Mr. Palmer. Well, the good news is I won't be locked up in quarantine for all, all weekend. <laughs> the last time you were there. Yep. Could see the river walk from my window, but couldn't get there. Could not get there. Two balls, no strikes to Sullivan. Swing and a tap foul over by the Raider dugout. Count goes to two and one. Hunter Sullivan bats from the left side. Facing the right-hander Holcomb. And the pitch strike caught the outside corner. Two and two. Not sure Sullivan agreed with that. So two balls and two strikes and check swing. And they ring him up. That's going to be all in the sixth inning. Another strikeout for Holcomb. That will be number nine. Three up and three down, nothing across. We have completed six full innings. It is Rice 4, Middle Tennessee 1 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Let me tell you a thing or two about the people who don't compromise. They love Pepsi Zero Sugar. Why? Because it's got all the flavor and zero the sugar. How's that for not compromising? They're the sort of person that likes surf with their turf. 
and the drink with their feast? Yeah, they have a Pepsi Zero Sugar. The person who doesn't compromise loves a good golden doodle. All the golden retriever goodness with just a hint of doodle. And when they're bringing said golden doodle for a walk, they bring a Pepsi Zero Sugar. Zero Sugar, done right. That's what I like. Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee? Not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, 615-896-5656. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Go to the top of the seventh inning. Left-hander Drew Vaden on to work in his third inning. He has retired four in a row since coming out of the pen to relieve Zach Keenan. Little Tennessee will make one change defensively. Brian Dillingham in to play left in place of Hunter Sullivan. And if I'm not mistaken, that's Freeman at first. I think he was in there last inning. He was, yes. Here's Hughes, the shortstop, to lead off. And a strike caught the inside corner, nothing and one. We'll go back to the top of the batting order, and uh, that uh, was top three in the order. Done a little damage today. One strike to count. Pitch high and away. One and one. Raiders haven't exactly knocked the cover off the ball in this series, but have scored enough to win the first two games. There's a strike. And it looks like four is going to be the <laughs> the magic number number to uh, win games in this series. Raiders have won four to one and four to three. Rice leading here four to one. A ball and two strikes. The pitch to use. Swung on, hit down the left field line. That one is going to be in the corner. Hughes is on his way to second, and he will motor in there with a stand-up double. Ball hit right down in the left field corner. So they put Dillingham to work right away. And for Hughes, that's his second hit of the game. It is his second hit. He had an infield hit and scored in that four-run fifth inning, and that's now the eighth hit of the day for Rice. They put a snowman up there. And here is Edwards. Had a single in that fifth inning when everybody seemed to get a hit. Pitch backed him off the plate for ball one. Well, no spring football practice today. They were out in their... uh, here yesterday. 
They've been going Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. And the pitch outside for a ball. 2-0 to Edwards. About 15 minutes away from starting that soccer match over across the way. Scoreboard is on. Counting down. And the pitch to the plate. Pops it up, and that's on the infield. Coker's calling for it. Now Lopez will come over, and the shortstop will make the catch. Four out number one. One down in the seventh, and the batter is Knighting. Has had two singles and three trips. Knighting, a left-handed hitter against the left-handed offerings of Drew Vaden. Use the runner at second base with one out. Pickoff play, and he's back in there under the tag. Fausto Lopez came in behind the runner and had to jump up for the ball. So Vaden is ready with the pitch to Knighting, and it is a ball up high. Want to know the count. That's a timing play, and... Obviously, the pitchers have been working on that. Vaden, this is the first action he's seen all season. Mm-hmm. So he hasn't been in that position to do that in a game. But other than the throw being a little high, it was executed well. The pitch to the plate. Inside, ball two. Two and oh. Como waiting to hit next. Chip, I think the sun is finally sliding back behind the stadium. Yes, it is. There's a ball fouled out of play to the left, and the count goes to two and one. There's just a little sliver of it still over the top of the stands but we're about to get a break on that. Two balls on a strike to count to Knighting. Hughes, who doubled, is on at second base with one out. Ooh. That one hit him. Like hit him on the uh, right arm. Hit him in the elbow, and he had an elbow pad on. So Knighting hit by the pitch. And that will put runners at first and second with one out and bring up Braden Como. Well, you do have a double playback in store now. Como one for three in this game. And uh, Coach Kyle Bunn will make a trip to the mound. I 
see one pitcher up and throwing a right-hander down in the bullpen, but I don't think there's going to be a pitching change here. Two teams will wind up the series tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Well, he is going to make a change here. So Vaden is coming out, so we'll have a pitching change, and we'll take a break. Tell you about the new pitcher when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Grannis & Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Grannis & Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Raiders' new pitcher is right-hander Josh Young. Young coming in, making his third appearance. He has worked six and two-thirds innings, allowed five hits and two earned runs, one walk, six strikeouts, opponents hitting 217. 2.70 earned run average for the young man from Knoxville, Tennessee. He is a redshirt sophomore. And Josh will face Como. And Garibay, the three and four hitters, scheduled next for the Rice Owls. And for Drew Vaden, he goes two innings, gives up one hit, no walks, one strikeout. He is responsible for the two men on base. He came in, uh, when he came in in the fifth, got a double, a double play ball immediately, then in the sixth, had a three-up, three-down inning, gives up a double to start the seventh, had fly ball out to short and then hit a batter, and that's where we are. Pitched Como is inside ball one. Como has a single in three trips. Speaking of a double play, we could use another one of those right here. Well, Como did it with his first batter. Swing. Why not Josh Young? Foul to the screen. One ball, one strike. Josh has not pitched in a while. Did not appear in the UAB series. Ball hit to Lopez on one hop, throw to second out, return to first, double play. 
Hey, how about that? So Josh Young comes in, gets the double play, 6-4-3. And that's going to be all for the Owls in the seventh. No runs, one hit, one left. And we'll go to the bottom of the seventh inning. Raiders need three to tie and four to win on the Blue Raider Network. From Learfield, IMG College. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield IMG College under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of the university and Learfield IMG College. Announcers are provided by Learfield IMG College and approved by the university. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. We go to the bottom half of inning number seven as the Raiders find themselves three runs down in this seven-inning game. So they will have Cole Escher or a pinch hitter. It will be Escher to lead off in the seventh. Sanders and Mabry. Right-hander Michael Holcomb has struck out nine in his six innings, has not walked anybody, and has allowed just three hits. Well, if you're leading off, you can't jump up there and hit a three-run homer. We need base runners right now. Exactly. So Cole Escher will hit. He has grounded to third and struck out. Rice trying to get a split of the doubleheader. And the Raiders try to sweep, but going to have to do a little work here in the seventh. First pitch from Holcomb is a ball up high to Escher. <clears throat> There's a breaking ball in for a strike, and it is one and one. The catcher just threw it over his over his head. Not that I would say that Holcomb made an outstanding effort to try to catch it. No. 1-1 one, one pitch in the dirt. Bounces away, and it's 2-1. and one. Uh, 
Well, Rice got six straight singles in the fifth inning. There's no reason to believe we couldn't do likewise. That's right. No rule to say you can't do it. The pitch inside almost hit him. Ball three. Three and one. Holcomb behind in the count. Delivers three and one at a strike down the middle. Escher trying to get on base was taken all the way, and the count goes full to three and two. You know, Holcomb was not doing anything special through the first three innings, but then in the fourth and fifth, struck out six of seven men that he faced. And he just hit Escher with a pitch on a 3-2 count. Don't see that very often. So it's a start as Escher is at first base. Hit by the pitch. And the batter is... Nathan Sanders. Holcomb wants a new baseball. I would too. That other one had a homing sensor in it. That hit Escher. I mean, he acted like it hit him in his elbow. And I think we're going to have a pinch runner. Yep. I think that's, is that similar? So pitch runner for Escher. And the batter is Nathan Sanders. It is similar. So similar running at first with no outs. Here in the seventh inning. And the pitch is low for ball one. So let's make it interesting here on this guy and see how he reacts. He's a veteran pitcher, a grad transfer. Pitched four years for Pennsylvania in the Ivy League. One ball, no strikes, the count to Sanders. You wonder if the Raiders will be testing Justin Long much. He has shown today that he's been very good throwing out runners behind the plate. Strike called. I doubt if they would trailing by three. Right. One and one to Sanders. Holcomb has fanned him twice. Another throw to first and similar back. That was the better move. Wasn't the best move. It was the better move. Sanders waiting patiently. And the pitch. Outside for a ball. Long throws down to first. And runner is back. I mentioned earlier, I think before you got here, Chip, that Long leads the conference and runners picked off base. I mean, five. He's- five. He's thrown behind him uh, like at first. Yep. Gotcha. The pitch. Missed outside. Two and one. Three and one, rather. I missed that last pitch. 
So he's got to come in here or give Sanders a free pass. He came in there. <laughs> Full count, three and two. Nathan Sanders took a few steps. He never let the bat go, but took a couple of steps toward first and a little bit of a delayed call on the second strike. So a full count here with no outs in the seventh. And the pitch is foul to the screen. Stays alive. JT Mabry on deck to hit next. Holcomb out of the stretch. Swing and a miss. Sanders down on strikes for the third time in the game, and that is number 10 for Holcomb. And again, he didn't start this until he did have a strikeout in the third, but then it all got cranked up in the fourth. JT Mabry, solo home run in the second, single in the fifth. Two for two. Swing and a foul to the screen. And I'm sure Holcomb's thinking, now what am I going to use to get this guy out? (laughs) You'd like to have seen Sanders get on because Mabry's been Hotter than a depot stove today. There's a strike called, and he's in the hole 0 2. Quick throw to first, and the runner back. One out, one on, bottom of the seventh inning. The Raiders need three to tie. And the pitch, pop foul back and out of play. You can start to see the direction of the wind changing, Mr. Palmer. It was coming out of the north. Now it's moved around to the northwest. And it will eventually, by tomorrow, be coming out of the south. Two-strike pitch. Ground ball and the hole, base hit. Mabry has done it again with his third hit of the game, and now the tying run will come to the plate. That hit by Mabry right there was exactly like the the first four hits that, that Rice had back in their fifth inning. Just not much on it, just had eyes, got where it needed to be. First hit for the Raiders since Mabry's single in the fifth. And now we'll have a visit to the mound. And while that's going on, we'll pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. Conference USA champs. Raiders win the championship. News Radio WGNS Murfreesboro. Dick 
Farmer, Chip Walters with you from Reese Smith Field. Raiders have two men on with one out in the seventh. They need three runs to tie and four to win. Our soccer match is underway across the way. We do have a pinch hitter. Nope, we don't. No, that's still Coker. I was <clears throat> he was pointing at something down there. Yeah, he did. Pitch to Coker, swing and a miss, strike one. Brett has fouled out and struck out in the game. Freeman is on deck to hit next. Ground ball, second base. They can only get one, and the throw to first is in time. Ball hits slowly to second baseman Carp. Only play he had was to go to first base for the out, which he did. Runners move up. Runners now at second and third for Daniel Freeman. Freeman hit in the first game and was hit by a pitch. Mentioned he'd only been at bat one previous time this season. So this is his third time at bat for the year. Takes a strike at the knees. He's certainly big enough to put one out of here. One strike to count. Raiders down to their last out. A swing and a miss. He had that home run swing. Yes, he did. He had that uppercut looking for the football stadium swing. Two strikes the count. Runners lead at second and third. And the pitch. Shot to short. Hughes has it. Over to first. In time. And that's the ball game. So Freeman got the bat on it. Hit it sharply, but right at the shortstop, Hughes. No runs. One hit, two left. And Rice wins the second game of the doubleheader by a score of four to one. The Owls improved to 13 and 14, and they're now two and four in Conference USA. While the Blue Raiders fall to 15 and 11, and they are four and three in conference play. So the two teams split the doubleheader today. Rice wins game two after the Raiders took the first game in two extra innings by a score of four to three. We're going to recap everything for you on our post-game show, and that will be coming up very shortly here as uh, both teams are Heading to their respective destinations. The Raiders out in short right field for their meeting with the coach. And I'm sure Rice is going to be scurrying out to the bus. They are. Get out of the cold weather and (laughs) get back to their hotel. So that is uh, 
The final score in the second game, Rice 4, Middle Tennessee 1, as the Raiders and the Owls split the twin bills. Stay with us. Our postgame show coming your way next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly 